Fuck it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Frank Presents the Play Call. We're going to get a song. We are. Now they told me you can't hear it. You, we're going to get a song. We're going to figure it out. Get a beat going or something. Anyway, we're here. It's Friday. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's put that into a beat. And then you can copyright it. It's Friday. Oh, week three started, right? We week, week three now? Week three? Yeah, yeah week, week three. three. Week three started. Thursday was game was yesterday. Um, uh, we're gonna get into that. But Bree and June, Nikki's still handling her business. So she won't be with us tonight. But at what we got a week left. So by not this next Friday, but the Friday after, mm -hmm. we'll be we'll be able to get it in uh and, and get it knocked out. Um Bree, how you doing? I'm doing good. I look a little pale today. I think it's my lighting. I think but it I'm is doing... my lighting. You doing good I took, though? I took a nappy nap, woke <laughs> up. My new podcast equipment came in, so I'm going to be probably putting that together tonight and drinking. So It's early for you. It's still early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> June, how you feeling, brother? Like I said, I like the look with the beanie. You know what I'm saying? Looking young. Uh, the best I've felt in the last two weeks. Definitely feel great, blessed. And, I, I, you know, yeah, just yeah, starting yeah. off early over here my end. Yeah, I got you, bro. Got you. I, I'm with you. I am with you. I'm with you. I'm feeling good. I had a good day today. You know, uh, went out, took care of some stuff, was out the whole day. So I wasn't stuck in the house like I normally am. But yeah, man, uh, super excited. Super excited. Um, Bree, if you want to go into the first topic, it's going to be yesterday's game or? Are we uh, we're recapping week two. Okay, go ahead. Um, um, sorry, go ahead. So um, on Thursday, September 14th, the Eagles defeated the Vikings 34 to 28. On Sunday, September 17th, the Bills defeated the Raiders 38 to 10. The Ravens defeated the Bengals 27-24. Chiefs defeated the Jaguars 17-9. Titans defeated the Chargers in overtime 27-24. Falcons defeated the Packers 25-24. Seahawks defeated the Lions 37-31 in overtime. Colts defeated the Texans 31-20. Bucks defeated the Bears 27-17. Giants defeated the Cardinals 31-28. 49ers defeated the Rams 30-23. Cowboys defeated the Jets 30-10. Commanders defeated the Broncos 35-33. Dolphins defeated the Patriots 24-17. And on Monday, the Saints defeated the Panthers 20-17. And the Steelers defeated the Browns 26-22. So with last week's predictions, fourth place was June with nine correct predictions. Is that four? Fourth place, four? June, with nine correct predictions. So yeah, you're fourth oh, place. Shit. Recount. You want to you want to count yours? Yeah, I see a lot more. Yeah, yeah, that's like week one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Gotcha. All right, I'll take that. I'll take um, the L. Third place was Frank with 10 correct predictions. Second place was Nikki with 11 correct predictions. And in first place was Bree with 12 correct predictions. Yeah. Oh, hey, it took a lot of risk. I knew my boys would win to me. <laughs> and, and... Uh, so a lot of questions this week based on these week's games that just passed. Um, for one, 
Belichick inmate 0 and 2 since 2001. They won the Super Bowl that year. And they haven't lost two straight home games since like the 70s or something like that. It was like crazy numbers. Um, I'll talk about my team later on. Um, I don't know. People are complaining, saying that the Eagles don't have an identity, but they continue to win. So who cares, right? Um, you know, Deshaun Watson's under a lot of pressure. All that money he's getting paid guaranteed. They feel he should be a lot better. Uh, Chargers are under the gun, too. Uh they're trying to say that they go in three, the, the, the head coach is gone. Um, um yeah, that that is rumors. Um and when it comes to the Chargers, it's that defense. It's just like the the offense is doing everything right. Yeah. Joe uh Justin Herbert is doing everything right. He scored a total of 58 points combined in the first two weeks, zero turnovers, you know? Mm-hmm. And they still can't win. And that's 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 what I was gonna get at next. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got that going on. Burrow's calf uh got re-injured a little bit. So is he out the third week against the Rams? Do they go 0 and 3? Uh Ravens keep stroking even despite the losses. Um, there's Blanco, a lot. That Blanco just said on the phone, next week works even better because he could talk about his team when they get their first one against the Rams. Is Burrow playing? Uh no, he's not. Um, he practiced today and was throwing, but the head coach said that it's still day by day. Um, why would you why would you risk your franchise quarterback against Aaron Donald? Like, bro, your offensive line can't stop people. And you're gonna put him out there against Aaron Donald? Anyways, look, uh, I'll stick to I my team. Butt chin. Huh? I got a butt chin. Oh, shut up. So no, yeah. I, I'll go with the Patriots. Look, oh and two. When I make that face, look. Oh, and two ain't where I want to be or where I want my team to be. But I mean, two losses by less than one loss was five points. The other loss was eight in a sense. It was seven to tie. Um, again, the question wasn't the defense, is the offense against the Eagles. We missed two good times to try to get points on the board. Nothing. Uh, and against the Bills, I mean, uh, Dolphins, we had time. So I think that this week is is. If we don't win this week, it's, it's really, I don't know, man. I think it's time for you just to sit back and take them L's and keep it pushing, only because you, you Zach Wilson's 0-4 against Bill Belichick's defense. And if you can't beat them, you've, you've held the Dolphins to 25. Oh, no, the Eagles are 25. The Dolphins are 24 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody scored more than thirty, not more more than thirty on you. So you you're at you're averaging what twenty five points a game, defense mm-hmm. giving up scoring, and then you look at the 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 the, but your offense has only put up twenty points in each game. So you you're not even I don't know. It's to me you can't win if you can't get the ball down the field and capitalize on them on them mistakes. We got Hurts to fumble the ball. We didn't do anything with it. We got a pick from Tua. We didn't do anything with it. It's just like we're not capitalizing. So you, how do you expect to win? You see, and I think with Brady, when Brady was there, that's what they capitalized on. That's what they made their bread and butter on. But if you made a mistake, they're going to make you pay for it. Um, I don't see that movement. I mean, scoring defense, the Eagles are right above them. They 48 points allowed through the first two games. Patriots at 49, tied with the Commanders. 
um, the only one that's scoring defense is number one is the the Cowboys, and if they're yo, they only allow ten points in two games. That's crazy. Um, that's gonna change. Uh, the Browns are behind them with twenty nine. The the Chiefs have thirty. Uh, Buffalo and New Orleans are tied at thirty two. So you got teams, man, that's holding you to a certain score. If you can't put up more than that, you're gonna struggle. You know, you're gonna struggle. So. I, my my thing is we brought we we brought in Bill O'Ryan. I'm not really expecting my team to go make the playoffs, and especially not in that division, um, between the Bills. Well, actually, now the Dolphins, the Jets are out of it. Um, it, it's a possibility they could be the third best team in the, in the division. But I mean, right now, two is looking great. You know, not making mistakes. The ball, they they moving the ball. So I I don't know the last week's game. I, as far as my team goes, I was very disappointed. Um, as far as impressive wins. Um, man, I think the 49ers are for real. I, I don't know. They they just they looking good. And we'll talk about t- yesterday's game after we all go through our little spill. But I think the 49ers are, are are out there. One of the teams. I mean, top teams in the NFC is 49ers, Eagles, maybe Cowboys, and that's about it. You know, I, I don't even know if you want to count the Vikings or any or the Seahawks, anybody else in there. But there's a lot of two and teams that are not going to be two and zero forever. So. That's my take on last week. What you got, June? Um, you know, just to touch base a little bit on the Eagles. You know, I haven't talked, I haven't talked shit on the Eagles. I didn't talk shit at all last year. Um, I'm not gonna talk shit this year, but I am gonna say the Eagles look good. Um. Jalen Hurts, 18 for 23, 193 yards with uh, a passing touchdown and two rushing touchdowns. Um, I mean, that's pretty good for a quarterback. Um, <clears throat> Swift, 175 yards. That's pretty good for a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, Devontae Smith, 131 yards and a TD. Um, and Swift had a TD. That's pretty good, you know, for a receiver. Um, the Eagles look good. You know, uh, and Jake, and Jake Elliott, he kicked the 61-yarder field goal just to put the icing on the cake as far as the offense goes. He kicked the 61-yarder. That's pretty good for a kicker. Um, I think the Eagles are doing just fine. There's no worries there. Uh, the only worry that we had last year is it's a little bit crazy because it kind of looks like the same worry that I'm about to have again, just to be transparent. Last year, I said that the Eagles were giving up a lot of second-half points. <laughs> and the mm-hmm. trend is happening again. So it's only been two games into the season, and that's what it looks like right now. The uh, the Eagles are giving up the second half points, and they got to tighten up. Um, there's 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 nothing else about it. They have to tighten up based on as crazy as this sounds. I agree with you, Frank, a little bit. They have to tighten up based on what the 49ers team is going to bring. They're going to bring the same thing they brought last year. I don't see no no other pieces. They lost what one or two other pieces that left the Niners. And then they got one of our defensive ends. They're not playing with the defensive tackles that signed with the uh the, the, with the Niners. It was a 17-12 game most of the game. And they pulled away at the very end. And the Giants had nobody. 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 So I had to say it again because I don't I don't think people understand. The Giants have nobody. And I don't even blame Donnie Dimes, but that's another game to talk about. Um, Danny. 
You already know, I, I gave him that name. It kind of stuck in my head with Donnie Dimes. That's his name from here on out uh, in my head. So, but other than that, um, the 49ers look good. I hope that, that you know, no one gets hurt because uh, it's been a lot of injuries. And I know we're going to talk about that later. Um, and and uh, pretty much that's been the Achilles heel to a lot of these good teams uh, moving forward. So, I'm going to just talk about the Steelers. Um, just sum it up really, 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 really quick. Our offense is horrible. Our offensive coordinator is calling the wrong plays. Our offense is completely doomed. Najee can't run for more than three yards. Don't know what's going on with him, you know. Um <clears throat> Warren is outplaying him. Our backup running back, our mm -hmm. RB2, completely outplaying him. Uh, so, Frank, if he's available, take him, bitch, Najee. Yeah. <laughs> um, our defense definitely held the, the game down. Our defense definitely held the game down. TJ Watt just broke the franchise's sack record of all times. He beat James Harrison on Monday night. Um, he has a total of 81.5 sacks. He beat James record, James Harrison's record of 80.5. And he's done it in only nine, 85 games. And James Harrison did it in 115 games, I believe. So big shout out to um, TJ Watt. Another huge shout out to Alex Highsmith. That man's a monster. He's a beast. He's an absolute monster. Um, he held it down when TJ was injured last year. And he's continuing to hold it down with TJ. Them two together is a dynamic duo. Um, I really applaud our defense. Um, also, I want to say um, prayers to Nick Chubb um, with that game. He has a season-ending injury. It was a freak accident. Um, him and Minka both got hurt in the process, but his mm. was more severe. Um, so overall, it was an okay game. I was very, very upset and angry with our defense. The entire crowd, the entire crowd was chanting Fire Canada. I don't know if y'all seen the videos. Um, someone had a big sign that also said Fire Canada. Um, yeah, Mike Tomlin did speak crazy. on it. Huh? So it was pretty crazy. It was a big ass sign, too. It wasn't like a little poster. It was a huge yeah, sign. So um, in a press conference, uh, Mike Tomlin was asked about the fans chanting Fire Matt Canada last night. And he responded with, I appreciate their passion. I share their passion. We all do. Man, we love our fans. They inspire us. They challenge us. It's an awesome relationship. Man, we don't run from challenges. We run two challenges. This is a sport entertainment business. It's our job to win and thus entertain them. So we don't be, so we don't begrudge them for that. We want them to be fat and sassy and spoiled. It's our job to spoil our fans. So um, there's rumors have it that by mid-season, we might have a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, that was one of the talks I've seen a lot on the sports shows um, that Matt Canada is not – the they, your offense don't have an identity is what they're saying. You know, mm -hmm. Najee's not running the ball. Um, it's, it's George Pickens is not getting the ball. Yes, they, they were saying that what you saw in preseason isn't the same as what you're seeing now. You know, and Woody on uh, – get up he was like oh but you know y'all guys get wrapped up on 
preseason as if preseason is real when it's really not. But I get what they're saying is you saw one chemistry and then you get out there and you got a receiver like Pickens who who's a monster. He's a he he'll moss people for sure. And you have that one, you have a true wide receiver one. You know, a lot of teams don't have that. Like my team doesn't have that. And it's like you you have somebody that put fear or that teams have to worry about on that receiving call with Pickens. And when you don't you when you don't capitalize that and you don't use Najee either, it's like there's no reason why Warren, your backup, should be outplaying him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he's a lot smaller than him, yeah, too. It's not, it shouldn't be that way. But I, I think that um not just your team, I think a lot of changes are coming. Uh, when we talk about the the you said the Chargers, right? And and the Chargers, if the offense is putting up 30 points, your defense has to do something. And the Chargers have a lot of high pay. They got players in their defense that are in the top 10 pay list in each position. Their safety is the number one highest paid safety there is. You got Khalil Mack, you had Joey Bosta, Derwin James, you have Asante Samuels Jr. You have all these people on defense that is is meant. I mean, you have a prolific offense between you having uh, um, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Uh, I forgot who their tight end is or their running back. But either way it goes, you, you got a guy that can throw 4,000 yards, but your defense can't stop a team. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And, <clears throat> and, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it hurts. Uh, all these teams that have success, their defense has come up big when need be. You know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like... Going back to the Steelers, yeah, Matt Canada might have to go. You're not, you're not, you're costing the team something. But and we oh, know that Snoop Dogg did a whole public service announcement. Yeah, and, and we know that the the Steelers are not going to get rid of the head coach. As far as I've known, they have three head coaches their whole time, and you know, it's Tomlin, uh, my man. What's my man's name? Oh God, Bill Coward. Yeah, Big Coward, Bill Coward, and then the guy before him. So it's like they they don't believe in getting rid of head coaches. However. He's had winning seasons, you know what I'm saying? So if he's had winning seasons as a defensive coach, the problem is not him. It lies in something else. You know what I'm saying? So um, they got to they gotta do better. I mean, a lot of teams got to shape up. A lot of teams have to shape up. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that after. Sorry. Um, next, we're going to talk about injuries. Um, so first we have, um, Patriots, DB, Marcus Jones suffered a torn, uh, labrum and the team's lost to the Dolphins as a, mm, sorry, I can't, I'm trying to talk and I can't. So Marcus Jones off the Patriots, he suffered a torn labrum on the loss against the Dolphins. He is now placed on IR. So that's the first injury, and that's a big impact on your game, Frank. I mean, on your team, Frank. Um, yeah, he he's he's a monster. He also does pump returns. Um, it, it's a it's a loss, but he's not out for the whole season. That's the good thing. Um, mm-hmm. he just got to rehab and heal. Uh, but Belichick always has the defense is never a question though. That's that's the thing with Belichick is you know we're not gonna argue that his defense is a problem. Right now, the problem with the Patriots is the offense. You know, they just can't put up the points. So, yeah, it hurts us. It sucks. But you got Gonzalez or the the rookie on the other side who's been doing pretty good. Got his first pick last week against Tua. Um, they, they'll, they'll manage. He'll figure it out. 
Um, you still got Judon in the front. So you 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 got your main pieces. A lot of people forget defenses with corners. If your if your front seven is good, if you can get pressure on that quarterback and make them get rid of that ball a lot faster than they want, then them corners are gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not like the Legion of Boom when they work from the back forward. You know what I'm saying? They were so good in the yeah. back end that it allowed the, the front seven to get home at the quarterback. A lot of teams are front seven are great. And like, for example, 49ers, the, the Steelers, um, other teams that they, or Michael Parsons, he'll make the Cowboys. He's getting at your quarterback in like three seconds. So he has to give it the ball. That means all your, your DBs don't have to cover that long. So I, I think the defense will be okay. It sucks because he was a good player. But, I mean, look, we're 0-2. <laughs> it's not like we're 2-0 and, and and hopes to go to the Super Bowl. Right now, we're just trying to survive. You know what I'm saying? So, it, But what can go worse, what can go bad is going to go bad, and we just got to survive the storm. That's all. Another injury we have, we have, um, I already said it, um, it was uh, Nick Chubb's major injury. Um, his knee popped out or dislocated. They didn't really say exactly like what happened, but he is out for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's it's bad. They won't even replay it. And none of the shows we played it. Not get first take, um, get up, um, first things first, undisputed, the herd, um, speak. Nobody's played that clip over again. Um, like you said, prayers to him. Um, Chubb Chubb's a, a a good player, a good runner, a running back that's solid. And when you see that and you see players go out, maybe go out for the rest of their career and never get that ring or have the stats to make it to the hall, you know, I just hope he's back. I hope he's healthy. I hope next year be better. But it was bad. It was bad. When they did show the replay, the way the knee got hit, and it wasn't intentional. It wasn't a dirty play. It's just football, you know, that bang, bang. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know is mugs out for the whole fucking season and shit, so. Yes, and... um. I'm about to find it right now. Ryan Clark tweeted something. Um, and it made sense. Um, and I'm about to find it. And I thought it was a pretty a pretty good tweet. Um, but basically, um, they also spoke about it as a... Um, I forgot who they had on Good Morning Football on NFL Network, but a retired running back. And um, how he explained the hit when it came to uh, Micah, uh, yeah, or Mika Fitzpatrick, was when you have a big running back like that, when a smaller DB, you can't tackle him up top. Your job is to get him at the knees or below to bring him down. Mm -hmm. Now, why it was a freak accident was they didn't, he didn't expect him to be tackled that quick by Highsmith down to the ground so when Minka was going towards the bottom to bring him down that they collided mm -hmm. and he fell on top of Minka but the quote I the tweet from Ryan Clark I'm almost there I promise cut commercial break well if you're looking at uh nah um nah bro it's crazy man football hey, this one of your commercials the one you like doing the uh the football games you like you like all them commercials Oh man, I can't think about it now. I can't. I can't the, uh, think about it. The airplane one when the, the dad is going through with the daughter. Oh, he's like, oh, she got a 12 ounce bottle of lotion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I give you a commercial break. Listen, if you're uh tired of losing your money in your 401k 
and crashing with the market, and you want to learn how to switch some money over, even exchange ten thirty five rollover, contact me. <laughs> I help you out. Yeah. All right, you're and back. You got back. it. All right. So he tweeted. He had two good tweets. So the first good tweet that he had was, "The last two the last two days showed why running backs have to fight for their money and why teams fight so hard." to not give it to them. She's, they both seem right for their stance. Mm -hmm. Then he tweeted, if a defender goes high and a player gets concussed, he's dirty. If a defender goes low and a player gets low extremity injuries, he's dirty. Where can he hit a runner then y'all? I mean, she's the growing softness of the game and the sensitivities of those <clears throat> who watch it saddens me but he's right if you hit too high you're, it's a dirty if you hit too low it's dirty like where are you supposed to hit these players you know um I, I, here's how i feel about it okay if a player of a hit is clean okay mm -hmm. and not intentionally dirty i'm good with it I, i'm good with it okay what do i mean by that during my game waddle went was coming down the defender went to, to tackle, to hit. How I saw it from my POV, he hit by the lower back, like by shoulder blades. But since Waddle was already above him coming back, Waddle's back of the head hit his helmet. But how the player came in, you can look at it like it's targeting or he's leading with the crown of his head. How else are you supposed to hit this player when he's going for the ball? You know, a lot of people might say, oh, Frank, but, you know, that's... No, back in the day, okay, these receivers didn't go across the middle. Ask any one of these wide receivers that played in the 80s and the 90s, early 2000s, you was not going to cross the middle. Because the minute you went across the middle on a slant or anything else, you were free game for that defender to pop. You. And that's what mm -hmm. they were taught to do. Is the minute they're going to... You go for that ball, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can hit you so you don't catch that ball. So that's why you have they say you should protect the receiver, right? If if maybe throw the ball low and they can't get it and nobody gets hurt or whatever. You can't look, I, it wasn't a dirty hit. So he's not a dirty player. Minka's not a player that you've ever heard of him doing anything dirty to another player. This ain't You perfect. want to know the definition of a dirty player? The definition of a dirty player is um Number eleven on Colorado State against Travis Hunter. That yeah. that was a dirty. Oh, yeah, that was a and he didn't get ejected. He didn't get ejected. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, remember Burfitt, Burfitt, whatever Burf, his name yeah, is. Burfitt, yeah, Burfitt. He had mm -hmm. multiple. His, his hit on Antonio Brown yeah. was a dirty hit. Multiple, multiple. Uh, Another uh, dirty fines. hit was Antonio Brown. Yes, kicking the the punter in the face. Yes. So you have players that do this on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. I, I just think funny. we need to, like you said, stop being, look, at the end of the day, if you, if you don't want to tackle, if you want to make the sport where they're not getting hit and it's just two-hand touch, then, then just do that. You're going to lose ratings. Yeah, you're going to lose ratings. You're going to lose ratings. And you're going to lose a lot of fans. It's a dirty game. It's a, it's a, it's a rough game. You can play it. People are going to get hurt no matter what you do. Latua got sacked last year, and his head hit the turf. He wasn't targeted to the crown. 
to the head. It, they didn't hit him over the head. They sacked him, and because he fell like back and his head bounced, concussion. What you going to do about that? So what you going to do? Now you can't the quarterback. You can't sack him. There's nothing you could do about it except, hey, don't be dirty. And what I mean by that is don't go specifically for the knees. You know, don't target the head. You know what I'm saying? Like, be careful how you when when because some of these guys are dirty and they'll roll over or they'll lunge to your legs. Like, no, if you can hit me in the thigh, hit me in the thigh. If you can hit me in the shin, hit me in the shin. But don't don't go to the, the kneecaps on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Don't lead with the crown of your head into my head and then say it's not dirty. You there's ways you can do it. Excuse me, still tackle and hit and it be clean. I don't know, Frank. It's a, it's always a, a Bengals game. He played the Bengals when he got concussed and his mm -hmm. fingers stepped in. It's always the Bengals. Antonio Brown, mm -hmm. Demar Hamlin, mm -hmm. Tua. I don't know. Mm. Something about that team right there. <laughs> mm. Okay. Then. All right. Um, the next injuries we have are two rookie quarterbacks. So we have Anthony Richardson. Um, is out for concussion. He's in concussion protocol. Mm -hmm. Um, so Gardner Minshew will be started, and then we have Bryce Young also out for ankle injury, and Andy Dalton will be starting. Mm -hmm. Um, they're young. They're they're proving themselves. You know, um, <clears throat> I'm proud of them. You could um Bryce Young. You could tell he's still trying to learn the league. Um, but I see a lot of memes and people make fun of him. But I don't. I don't knock. I don't knock people. Um, I know you did you guys see the video when he lined up behind the wrong lineman yeah, tied the ball against um Miles the Saints and the running <laughs> Miles Sanders Sanders Miles Sanders like, hey man you gotta get over you gotta get over three people wait no another one wait one more like he <laughs> get Listen. all the way over um we also have uh Michael Parsons Michael Parsons had um towards ACL at practice yesterday he is out for the season. Uh, prayers to Michael Parsons. Um, I hope he recovers oh, well. Hold up, Michael oh, Parsons or Trayvon Diggs? Trayvon. Oh, I'm about to bro. say, bro. If if Michael Man, Parsons was, is done, like, what? the the Cowboys is done. <laughs> um, insane. Sorry, I made a big error. Sorry, my head is all going. I got family emergency going on right now, so I'm not. My mind's not in it. But it's a uh, Trayvon Diggs. So I get them too mixed up. So it's Trayvon Diggs. He suffered a ACL tear at practice yesterday. Um, so he has a season-ending injury. So prayers to Trayvon Diggs. Um, with that being said, on first take, Bart Scott had said some not-so-nice things. Um, well, he tried to make a joke, and it was not funny to anybody. Um, I think he wanted. Stephen A. Smith and Ryan Clark to laugh with him, and he got the opposite reaction. By watching the video and seeing his facial expressions when he said it, so basically he said something along the lines is that with that injury, the um, that puts a big, big, big um, loss on the Cowboys' defense. And then he said, as Stephen A. Smith will say, hmm, something always happens. And I think he meant to say, well, where he was, what he was inferring to was that the Cowboys going cowboy, you know, but he made a joke about uh, injury as for the Cowboys franchise. Um, 
Ryan Clark and Stephen A. Smith did. Hey, no, that's not. No, we're not doing that today. We're not doing that. This is sensitive. This guy is has a season-ending injury. You know, we're not going to sit there and play around with injuries like that. So, um, shout out to Stefan Diggs being a big brother. Uh, having his brothers back via Twitter, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where else would you go to cut somebody out? Via X. X now. X. Oh, X. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What is your take on um, either the injury or what Bart Scott had to say? So the injury is tragic. It was in practice. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one thing or another for the He was supposed to go to the Beyonce concert that night, too. Well, he probably went. Um, Now that he didn't have to play. Um, No, it was the night of the ACL tear. He ain't Um, go. So, listen. Here's what I'm going to say about the injury. It's sad. It's sad, right? Because, it, look, man, the Cowboys are trying to win, you know, and, and the biggest question has always been the quarterback, can he take him to the next level? Um, But you build a defense with Micah Parsons, like Skips likes to say, uh, num- what is it, 11 from heaven? And mm-hmm. then you had Diggs on one side, and then you had Gilmore on the other side. So you pick your poison. Then you had Curse out there. Like, it was just one of those things where if for them defensively, like I said, they've only allowed an average 10 points. They're the number one scoring defense in the league. But now this hit is who do I have to worry about more, Gilmore or the guy that I don't know on the other side? I'm going to try the guy that I don't, I don't know. We know what Gilmore could do. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to try the other guy. So, you know, I just feel bad for them, man, because it, it's, it sucks for him as a, as a, a DB um, and it sucks for the team. It hurts the team. Now, as far as Bart, Bart Scott goes, um, I don't want to talk too much about what he said because I didn't see. I was driving, so but his his voice is very distinct. You can hear it. You can his, yeah, and it, it was like he did like a <laughs> yeah, like he. I, so he made a comment about Thursday's game, and I'll get to that when we re- recap that game. But I don't I don't pay him no mind. Look, Bart Scott's a, a, he's a hater. I've never liked him. He played for the Jets. I think he also played for the Ravens. Then went to the Jets with uh, with uh, uh, Rex Ryan when he left the, the Ravens. And he went there to be part of that defense. And he's always talked trash about the Patriots and all this other stuff and try to knock Brady and all this. I, I just don't like him. Uh, well, I'm not saying I don't like him as a person. As an analyst, he says things I don't agree with. Um, and he, he you, you can make a joke about certain things. And I, I don't think it, his joke was... Um, out of malice, but you got to know, read the crowd, bro. Read the environment we're in. Nowadays, mm-hmm. you can't even say nothing negative. Can't say nothing bad. You can't even crack a joke. And it just, time wasn't right. You know, it just... I don't, yeah, I think I think it was the timing and you made a joke about an injury. Like, I will understand if that joke was because they had a, a, a play just like they did in a 49ers game, their last snap. And like, you're like, hmm, as Stephen Smith always says, you know, yeah. like, Something like they do something dumb like that or Dak Prescott throws like 17 interceptions in one game, you know, but to make that joke when someone has an injury and like you don't make jokes about the harmness of somebody. Yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with what he said. I, and him as an ex-player should definitely understand, you know, like, I don't know. Anyway, June, what you got, man? Yeah, I already told you guys before everything started. I'm surprised that he was one of the ones that was not let go from the ESPN uh, cut. Uh, he made the roster and got no. I don't know how, but he made the controversy. The roster and, it brings views. It brings views. Controversy. He I mean, he doesn't have a lot of controversy. Yeah, he, he yeah. can't be. 
Yeah. But yeah. they get paid for for anybody who watches. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you know, stuff like that. Like um, I mean, we all agree. You know, um, <clears throat> it's okay to 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 talk that smack on on a on a team when not so much craziness is going on. But when it comes to something that's severe, that's severe, um, you know, you just gotta take a step back, man. It's a common sense stuff. But but it's like they say, man. You know, common sense is not so common nowadays. For real. For real, it's not. Um. So, uh, Skip Bayless tweeted yesterday when the news of the injury came out. He tweeted, "No, <laughs> all these O's." <laughs> so they, I don't know if you guys have time or not. Um, but I do have like a two minute and like two second video of the clip from Undisputed where he talks about the injury. I think and, I heard it. You could play. It. I mean, hold on. Let me okay. uh, this thing. I I just. I was gonna get to that. He's so yeah. He um, what other better way than to hear a Cowboys fan's perspective of the injury? Um, he hasn't said anything about Bart uh Scott's um. Can y'all see my screen? Yeah, now we can. Yeah. Okay. Um, they'll probably talk about it on Undisputed when it comes to that comment on Monday. Because that comment came out after they recorded Undisputed. Can we go to my bookmarks? I am trying to go with you. I'm trying to see some ray of hope. Mm. If only Dion were the coach of the Dallas Cowboys right now, but he's not. <laughs> and he can put on the pads. Oh, he, he can put on the pads. Here's the point about the game you guys played at such a high level. In the end, in the longest run, the longest term, you win with stars. Yeah. Trevon Diggs is a star. Yeah. Second round pick that Jerry hit on once again. He has made the last two Pro Bowls. He is a receiver playing cornerback because he was a receiver by trade when he went to Alabama. And he is a playmaker right. of the highest order on the defensive side. Right. He's a bit of a clueer and a gambler, and he's a risk taker. We, we get all that. And gotten better with Gilmore he, back he, here. He just has because he needed a textbook, do it with your head corner right. on the other right. side. Right. He can't run the way he, when he was defensive right. player of the right. year. He's not quite that Stephon. But the <laughs> combination of the two was lethal for lethal. offenses. And, look, Deron Bland picked off five balls last year, and that led the team. But he was, out of nowhere, a rookie uh, fifth-round pick as a slot corner. Mm -hmm. Jordan Lewis, as you well know, is a very good slot corner. I'm not saying he's a star, but he's yeah, coming he's off coming a list Frank injury, and he's coming back, and I think he's available now for the first time. So you can put him in the slot. Now you have to move Deron Bland out there on that island, Revis Island, and all of a sudden you start getting exposed because you were a fifth-round draft choice. Jordan Lewis was a third rounder. He's got a little more ability. Maybe they would think about switching and, and keeping Deron Bland inside and trying Jordan Lewis outside. I don't know. My point is, that we're talking about Trevon Diggs here. It's, it's a whole nother echelon where all of a sudden, what did I tell you about last year? Our Achilles heel was the Stefan Gilmore corner because we just tried a parade of guys, and they're just a bunch of as Bill Parcells once said, JAGs, just another guy. Because that's what they are. They're, there's just another guy and just another guy and just another guy. Trevon Diggs is that guy. And you lost him in practice. That's what kills me. If it's in a game, this is just my heart talking. But if it's in a game, you just say, okay, it, it happens. You guys got hurt. It just happens. 
but practice is just freakish. Yeah. And I know, just real quick, that Ben DiNucci, the former quarterback, right, right, right. tweeted, then he yeah. took it down, but he tweeted I'm about, glad he oh, took I, it down. What, what was his tweet? I never understood why we did one-on-ones during the season. To make you okay. better. To make That's you better because right. you, right, right, you, right, right. you can't get better at football without practicing football at a higher level where you're going one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. And then while I'm on here, I have one more video to show you guys. So mm -hmm. do you guys remember when um, that safety from the Broncos hit um, Jacoby Myers and concussed him? Yeah. In week one? Yes. Well, he did another dirty hit last week, week two, against Washington Commanders. Um, and um, – Oh, yeah, no, that's – see, no, that's oh, – yeah. mm -hmm. that's dirty. Yep, the same – yep, uh, Kareem Jackson is the same player who – Yeah, you see, wide, look. Raiders wide receiver Jacoby Myers – in the head last week, giving him a concussion. Yeah, he led with the crown. Look at him. Mm -hmm. That's not the same. Look. No. And I see what he did. He tried to move his head to the side, so, but you're leading at the head of the player. Mm -hmm. I would defend you if you go into the numbers or the chest, but you're going to his head. No. Mm -hmm. Just suspend him. And that's what um a lot of people were wondering. Like, Hold on, sorry. That's what a lot of people were wondering. He needs to be suspended. Not only one, but twice. He did the same exact hit against Jacoby Myers in week one to no. do it to the Washington Commanders tight end the next week. That's, that's dirty. Back -back. See, that's that's dirty. dirty to me. That's and, dirty. Yep, that's super dirty. That that's that's very, very, very dirty. It's yeah, not I, okay. I don't like it. I don't like it's, it. It's, it's mm -hmm. not okay. And then they play Miami. What is he going to do? He's going to do it to Tyreek Hill next? Well, if, if they want to win, <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> but no, listen, Um, see, that that's what I was talking about. There's a difference between me going to hit you in your back. You hit me in the head or we hit each other in the head by accident, by how you're falling. Um, There's a difference by it's just being football. That is intentional. That is intentional. He didn't go at the midsection. He didn't go at the chest. He went at the head. Even if he would have hit him with his shoulders, it's still targeting, in my opinion, because you're going at his head. So, no, that's dirty. Suspension, not not fines. Look. Suspend him. These guys make money, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, Brock Purdy makes less than 900000 a year, but he's not out there giving people concussions. Still, let's say you take 900000 Right. And divide that by 52 weeks. That's $17,307 a man's making in a week. Times four, that's 69000 a month. Come on. <laughs> Even the guy coming off the bench could survive a hit, a, a penalty. You know what I mean? Like, no, it, it's not. Don't do that. Find him. Don't suspend him. Suspend yeah. him. Suspend him. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, is there any more injuries that happened? Um trying to think. Um, Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are still taking a day by day with hamstring injuries. Um, and uh Jacoby Myers is still he so, is limited practice. So there's actually a significant one, right? That, that you haven't spoke about yet. And it's pretty interesting because we spoke about this situation before. 
Um, so Devontae Adams, right? So they they lost they lost to the Bills, what, 38 to 10, right? But at the end of the game, um Devontae Adams, he got hit, he got hit by Taylor Rapp, and he went live yesterday and um he gave his two cents. Originally he didn't want to talk about it, but uh, but it's pretty interesting some of the things that he said. Um and, and what he said, quote unquote, is that's the kind of stuff that contributes. That's the kind of stuff that contributes to you not being on the field. That's why you're. That's why you're in when you're blowing us out by twenty five. If you learn how to play the game, then you'll see the field more often. Hmm. Um. Until then, he's gonna have to go and live off of plays like that. So now you have players that are gonna go and live off of plays like that, them dirty plays, because they. They don't know how to play the game right, mm-hmm. but they'll play. And uh, it's interesting, you know, again, once you read the article just a little bit more, he, he touches base a little bit on on safeties that play dirty. They only play half of the field while receivers play the entire field. Yeah. Um, and, and he's out, by the way. He's concussed. He got a concussion. So that that's a, that's a big blow for, for the Raiders as well. And that's that. The um... – you know these impacts. Um, let's not look at a game. Antonio Brown went on a podcast a year ago or so or something like that, and he was talking about CTE and you can't test for it until you die. And I believe that he suffers from it. Everybody does. A junior Seau did after he mm-hmm. committed suicide. They they checked his brain. Severe case of CTE. My boy, as much people don't like him, Aaron Hernandez. Uh, after he committed suicide in jail. They checked his brain, same thing, CTE. And it's sad because you can't check for it unless you're dead, which I don't understand how we're not so progressing science to check on it. But that's the bigger picture. Forget the out for a week, our fantasy, our draft picks, you know, all that gets affected. The team's numbers change. I get that. But let's look at the bigger picture after football. We've lost a lot of... Uh, uh, legends in the game, great players because they had it and didn't know. Um, I I want to say Warren sat on the pivot when they was talking about, you know, how he forgets certain things. Uh, you know, his body aches, uh, just the normal wear and tear, but the mental part comes in, and that's 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 what people need to think about. So when you out here being a dirty player. To hurt a team because, oh, if I take out your number one weapon, what do you have? Just remember, that's another human being that you're hurting. And that those effects might not be seen right now. But when he retires out the game and walks away from the game of football and he's feeling down and he's feeling sad and, you know, he's he's having suicidal thoughts, mood swings or whatever happens to different people with CTE, you contributed to that because you could have hit lower. You didn't have to hit him the way you did but you did to try to hurt him and look where it's at. That's just my only take on it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Austin Eckler is out for Sunday's game versus the Vikings with the ankle in, uh, ankle injury. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is also out this Sunday with an injury. It's a lot of injuries um, that are out. It's a lot of people out. Uh, Zay Jones is also out this Sunday. Odell, man, uh, 
anyway, let's go. Let's go. I don't want to keep putting effort into these <laughs> these things. Um, next up, the Browns signed Kareem Hunt again after the injury with Nick Chubb. They should never let him go. Kareem Hunt is a yo. He's a he's a running back one. When he was on the Chiefs, they were crazy with it. He can catch the ball out the backfield. He could run the ball. Um, and then you had Nick Chubb and him. You know, maybe he wanted more money. I don't know. But look, he's back on the team. I hope he eats. I hope he does well because I would love to see Kareem Hunt on a team that can win a, a chip and 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 get him one because I, I liked him. I liked him when he was on the Chiefs. He's he's a good running back, solid running back. Jim? Uh, Eckler? Mm, no, Kareem Hunt. Oh, Kareem Hunt. Um, look, I picked up Jerome Ford from Dan Fantasy. He listed as the number one. Let's keep it 100. Let's keep this year 100. Oh, I picked God. up Jerome Ford. I hope that, that, that Kareem Hunt just gets a touch here and there at the, at the end zone maybe. But uh, but don't do that to me, man. <laughs> don't do that to me. Earn your three million by coming to work, and it's okay. Uh, but hey, you know what? That's that's a great problem to have in Cleveland. To know that you just signed a running back that was there already, and he was a good running back. And in the mix, you find a decent running back that's almost probably as good, not as good as Chubb, but probably as good as Hunt. Who knows? Now I'm talking about Ford. So that's a good that's a good problem to have in Cleveland to have Hunt back there. And um, I mean he's not hurt or anything. I mean he's coming to play. I think he's playing next week. You ain't gotta worry about learning the playbook. I'll do what is there. Yep. Yeah, he was just there. He was just there. Watson, hey, Watson, Watson gotta be like, woo. You know what I mean? I you know, I tell you what, man, I think people being a little hard on Watson. I think so. If we give a lot of people grace, you know, oh, you know, they, the, the, the blah, 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 blah. Look, Watson, first off, it's not his fault that the Browns are so desperate that they gave him a contract for 230 mil guaranteed. That's not his fault. You know, and show me a person in America or any, any in the world. Okay, I can't say that because. Mbappe was offered almost $1 billion to play for Saudi Arabia. He didn't take it. So I'm not going to say that. But soccer is a different league, a different sport, and there's a lot of money in soccer for Mbappe to be able to turn down a billion dollars from Saudi Arabia. Anyway, show me a person who plays football, and they tell you, hey, June, I know you're coming off some massage cases where they're saying you, you, you you did some dirty stuff. But we're gonna give you two hundred and thirty million guaranteed to come play for us. What you gonna say, bro? Hey, I don't even want two thirty, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I take a hundred. Like, who the fuck? Who are we kidding here, bro? Let's be honest. It's not his fault. Look, people forget Deshaun Watson numbers before he, you know, this all this this situation happened. He wasn't a slouch. You know what I'm saying? He was not a slouch. His, he was actually, before he got hurt his rookie season, he was looking at uh, MVP status. Um, he was looking at MVP status. Let's see, his first year, 
He played, he started seven, six games. He went three and three. He had 19 touchdowns. Uh, 1699. His second year in 2018, he started all 16 games, went 11 and five with the Texans and threw for 26 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. Bro, and in, in 2020, his last season that he played the full 16 games, he was losing, but he threw for 4,823 yards with 33 touchdowns and only seven interceptions on a sorry ass team. That's a fact. My bro, so. No, he. you don't forget that. I, I, somebody said, I think it was in speak, or I was listening to something, because I listen to XM Radio when I'm driving. And they were like, listen, not every coach is good for a player. You know, just like, it yeah. just does, it doesn't happen. It just, you know, yeah. I, 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 I hate to relate this to the military, but leadership, right? I think I'm a great fucking leader. But guess what? I ain't going to reach everybody. So because I can't reach this one person and make him do what I want him to do, I suck as a leader. No, or no, or he sucks as a sailor. No, maybe my leadership style, my my tactic isn't working to reach him. You know what I'm saying? So me as a leader, I should say, well, damn, man, if I can't reach him, hey, June, can you mm -hmm. come talk to my boy? And maybe you can get him. Or Bree, can you mentor my guy and maybe get him? Look, Deshaun Watson, first off, the Browns, are, they're not known for winning. Okay. They're not known for winning. So it's not like he went to the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Eagles, the Patriots, the Chiefs, the the the, the Bills, you know, and, and they just start losing. No, <laughs> he was fucking losing when Baker was there. He only went to what one playoff while Baker was there. I, I just feel bad for him. I really fucking do because I feel like people are just like, oh, they gave you this money. Like, no, no, no. I just I do feel bad for him. You brought up a name, and it's Baker Mayfield. He has the biggest FU to the Browns I'm seeing right now. He is thriving in Tampa Bay right now. Mm -hmm. And they, they renamed it Tampa Baker Buccaneers. <laughs> and it's like all over Twitter. Tampa Baker was, was trending on Sunday. He's thriving. He's showing that he can work well with that system. He has great weapons over there in Tampa. Um, it's working together. It's meshing, you know. Um, I'm very proud of him. And um, I was talking to Frank on the – at June, I think you were on as well. Um, but after they won or in, while they were playing, I was like, he's – it's actually a big F you to the entire league because remember during practice and training camp, the Bucs, were calling Brady back and asking, like, you sure you're retiring? Like, nobody had faith in Baker Mayfield. And um, I love to see players strive like that, that the league counted out. So I, I hope that they still keep doing what they're doing and they take over that division. And I, like um, I, I do, too. Um, I do, too. <clears throat> I, I hope he keeps winning. I hope, like, he keeps striving and he keeps proving people wrong because a lot of people counted him out. You know? They did. They did. They they didn't give him a chance. I feel like they again they shitted on him. And look, now he's in Tampa with these weapons. Okay, look, he's only got 490 yards on the season. He's at uh, he's completing 69% of his his passes. I'm happy with that. Um he only got three touchdowns and zero interceptions. That's okay. The season's starting. They got a good defense. They've always had a good defense. They got great weapons. Um I think he found they're a home. Healthy. Yeah, they're staying healthy. They're staying healthy. And I think he found a home. Look, he had only one winning season in Cleveland. One. 
and, and he's that the was, first quarterback to do that in like the yeah, years and I then think, they let go of him immediately after that yeah because it, it's again we we get we we want the flashy things but we've we've had this conversation organizations don't want to develop players carson wentz with the colts he had a good season so he lost two games at the end of the season he didn't make the playoffs the owner got rid of him <clears throat> now i'm not saying that he would have been great the following year but we don't know what that following year would have looked like because you didn't give us that following year. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say, oh, Carson Wentz. Listen, I, I don't know about his locker room issues. I don't don't care. What I care about is when he played for the Eagles, that boy was in the content. He was contending for MVP that year. He is one of the main reasons the Eagles won the Super Bowl that year. Without That's his right. consistent winning on the field, they would not be the number one seed. And let's not forget that he injured himself trying to win a game by, by running in a, a, a a ball for a touchdown. So let's, let, you know, to me again, it, it, that, that, that would going back to Baker. I like Baker. His commercials wasn't the problems. People don't talk about the real issues. Three different head coaches. His time he was there. How many OCs they went through. There's no consistency. There's no consistency in developing the quarterback who is the main person of your offense. Everybody talks about the people that put work on the offseason. Well, I can't put work on the offseason if I don't know who my OC is going to be come September and I don't know what he wants to run or play. Jalen Hurts, yes, he went to the gym. He got bigger. It's the same system, same offense. Second year, he took off. Took off. You know what I'm saying? Mac Jones had a great rookie season. Second year, he didn't have an OC. He had a defense coordinator for OC. Numbers was horrible. When you look at these people in the development of these players, look at what Brian Dable did for for Josh Allen. Made him reduce his turnovers. The minute that that Brian Dable's gone to the Giants, oh, guess what happens? His numbers go up in turnovers. All this is relative to who's there mentoring you and coaching you and helping you stay focused. And Baker didn't have that. He didn't have consistency. Like people say, you don't get the number one pick in the draft because you're a great team. And bringing the quarterback in as the number one pick doesn't fix your team. You still got other shit you got to fix. Maybe an offensive line. Maybe a good wide receiving court. Maybe a better defense. The the players, yeah, if you're going first in a draft and you didn't trade up to get it, people's, your team fucking sucks. And and half the time it's not going to get fixed because you bring a quarterback in or a defensive player in that's going to be electric. No. Um, we were, I was, so I put in the notes, um, we have some pictures and we also have a week three predictions. Um, but before I get to that, I think I want to start a new segment that I think is going to be fun to talk about. Um, and I just thought of it like literally 45 seconds ago. So y'all know, uh, X is my favorite app when it comes to anything football related, when it comes to news, drama, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So I want to do a new segment called NFL Beef of the Week. So <laughs> you said Beef we, of the Week? Yes. Okay. Yes. Where NFL players, analysts, whatever, are beefing. Um, so we have two that I do want to show clips of really fast. Um, the first one will be Tyreek Hill versus Michael Parsons. Did you guys see it? No. <laughs> no. It's how you said it though. Tyreek Hill, Michael Parsons. Let's go. <laughs> um so, yeah, so I'm going to X. Let me go refresh my bookmarks. 
Okay, so this is the first one. Tell you something real quick, Michael. About that. Let me tell you something real quick, Michael Parsons. When we play you December 25th on Christmas Day, I have a present for you, my boy. I know you see him a little clip where I was blocking <laughs> the DN. I'm big like that. I'm off the edge like that. So you better watch your back. You better watch your back because I'm going to blindside you. I'm going to show you that game who the real line is. Because like I said, baby, I'm the cheater and I'm the lion. I'm the real hybrid on the field, baby. So mess with it. Big Swole. Dog, though, bro. He a dog. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Michael Parsons is different, dog. though. He a different. He a different dude. Like, Avoid that one, bro. Any dude that sit on stream with a box of oatmeal pies beside his desk is different. So, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. <laughs> he probably like, what are you talking about these oatmeal pies? What Michael, calling, bro? <laughs> Michael Parsons is a different dude, bro. That. Let me tell you something real quick. He's a fucking fool. Michael Parsons then tweeted something and deleted it before I could screenshot it, but he was like that he's all cap, he don't eat oatmeal pies, and they're not friends, so he don't know why he's talking about what he do in his personal time. Um, and then the second one is Stephen A. Smith versus Terrell Owens. I've been seeing that. I don't know why. I just but, but I'm sad. <laughs> I'm not angry at you. I'm sad for him. It is rare in my lifetime that I've seen a person make more enemies out of people who genuinely cared and tried to help him than this man. T.O. can talk to y'all all he wants. Ain't nobody running from him. He's talking about how, you know, we'll see what kind of heat you got in my face. I just saw you in Colorado. We were there together at the game. We were within a few feet of one another. You ain't say nothing to me. I ain't say anything to you. And we ain't going to ever talk again. And that's fine. I won't miss you. You stopped talking because after you saw that hit from Max Kellerman, Terrell Owens tried to sue me. Needless to say, it was laughable. It never went anywhere. He wasn't getting a damn dime, which he was hoping to get. That's why I was pissed off Saturday. Why he would get lawyers involved looking for money. I wonder why. Y'all speculate about that. But the point is he tried to sue me. I'm not angry at you. I'm sad for him. It is rare in my lifetime that I've so seen. So yes, they're they're beefing. T.O. need help. We all know that. I mean, I, I I don't care what the semantics are or the meat and potatoes of that beef, but just know that T.O. you need help. T.O. you need help. You just need help. That's all. No, no, man. Can't blame CTE. Like thirty years at the up, but you never know. Facts, but we never know. You're right. You yeah. can't test for it, so you never know. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it was funny. He was like, uh, "It was so funny." He said he wasn't getting the dime, which was he was hoping to get. <laughs> He's like, mm -hmm. "Take a you're calling him broke." He was calling him broke. Um, yeah, that's what but, he was trying to do. Uh, Terrell Owens then replied back to the tweet of that clip from the Stephen A. Uh, Smith show it says, Stephen A., like I said, I'm not worried about being exposed because there's nothing. Number one, I didn't put up the post that I responded to. It was a retweet genius that I commented on and I stand on that. Number two, I don't lie. As far as the players, GMs, and FOPA <clears throat> that you claim to have reached out to you, so what? Guess what? I have players and people reach out to me too. What does state what does that statement even mean? I've done something. If I've done something so wrong, then why hasn't it been all over the news? I don't chirp. I don't claim to be a badass. I don't bother nobody. You alluded to that I am desperate because my an attorney reached out 
to me about the ESPN situation. I don't play victim like you, but it is what it is. But I want you to keep the same energy you're giving to the people about my sorry, pathetic ass when you see me. You got files, files of what? I've been to jail. Have I been to jail? Did I commit a crime or something that the world is missing? Question mark. If this is your way to try to expose me, then good try. I'm not worried. As always, God got me. First of all, you look mad reading that. Like they were talking about you. I was looking at your reading. Uh, I, I was, I was, I was trying to get the. You know, I was reading as he how he was feeling. You know. Yeah, I, I looked up for a second. I was like, "Whoa, she's really mad." She was in character. She was in character. I was in character. About I, was, you? I was, I was Terrell Owens reading that. You know, <laughs> I, if I've done something so wrong, then why hasn't it been all over the news? Like I was, I was him. You know. So, um, so yes, those are our two NFL beasts of the week. We'll probably get chapter two, three, four, five, six throughout the week. So Terrell and Stephen A. Because this ain't never going to end. Uh, with both of their personalities, no one's gonna drop it. I mean, um, I wouldn't waste my time if I was Stephen A. And now we have pictures that are gonna be super quick, and then after pictures, we'll do our predictions, and then Frank's um, question. Okay, so I just thought this picture was really interesting. Interesting. I just saved it just so that way we could see it together and like look at it and talk about it. But these are the number of Monday night football games since 2012. With the most is the Saints with 19 Monday night football games, and the least is the Jags with zero Monday night football games. Uh, but like the Jags, yes, I know that's crazy. The Jags need some love. They need love. Like they played the they played the Bengals, I think, uh, in a couple of weeks. Monday night football. Yeah. Now that I know their schedule, that's not squad or anything, but now it's not squad or anything, but support Dougie Peterson, you know, both <laughs> fifty-two champ. But you, that don't they surprise have, they have me. Thir- they have a Thursday night game on week seven. Let's see. They have back-to-back London games. If I'm not tripping. Mhm. That's wild. Mhm. I'm already in week third. Yep. Monday night football. Their first one will be week thirteen, December fourth. Is it against the Bengals? Yep. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to meet me down here, I'll make I'll make I'll make this on live. I'll put it out. I'll put this out there on live. Whoever comes out of this podcast down here, I'll buy your ticket to come watch the game with me. I would be in um I'll be in Florida the week before, so I sadly won't be able to make it. Okay, well I guess you're out of the picture. All right. Well, don't um, close that door. I might I might make it. December fourth, you never know. Hey, it's I, a nine hour know. drive. I can make that drive and be back. I'm good. I know no, that's, a, that's a day. Big. That's a day and seven hour drive for me. Um, about yeah, no. three hundred dollars flight. So if it depends on how long I'm taking my Thanksgiving leave. Oh wait a minute, bro. Let me see something. No, but I tell you what, I'm not surprised that they haven't had a Monday night game because for so long they weren't that great. If you look at a lot of these teams that's had one at one point or another, they have had some kind of success. 
Kurt Warner was there and, and the Cardinals, you know, almost took him to the Super Bowl. Um, Bang, Bengals, Falcons, and then a lot of these teams have been around forever. Mm-hmm. So how many of these teams, excuse me, um, are recent Monday night games? Yeah. Well, if you, if the, you the, 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 the same Tennessee Steelers, the same Tennessee Steelers, both played Monday night just past Monday. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like you know this over oh, oh since 2012. Sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, since Ooh. 2012. Oh, so that's that's 11 years. Yeah, my argument's done. I, I'll be quiet then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> since 2012. I mean, I Eagles, still say it. Eagles 17. Look, Eagles, Giants. So all these teams were winning at that time, except maybe for the Jags. Um. I'm trying to think from 12 up. I'm surprised the Patriots ain't up there. Yeah, they're I mean, 14. They got 14. I mean, they're, they have 14. Um, but the Patriots usually play a Thursday night game or a Sunday night game. If yeah. they have like a big night game, it'll be Thursday or Sunday. I mean, zero though. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just zero. I mean, what was, they, other, what was the other expansion teams? There was two expansion teams, right? It was the Jaguars and the Panthers. What are the Panthers at on here? Nine. Nine. Oh, yeah. Damn. They, that's crazy. They, also, they also went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not since 2012, but they did go to the Super Bowl early in the 2000s. They have they, most... went in 20, they went in 20, the 2015 Super Bowl. 2016 also, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. They did 20. Yeah, right. Because he got he got beat by the Broncos, but I was talking about before that. They, so they've been to the Super Bowl twice and haven't won. Jake Delhomme took him to the Super Bowl, and then uh, our boy uh, Cam, Newton. Cam, Cam Newton. Newton took him and and looked like a horrible dud in that game. That's crazy. all right. So this is so I found this tier. Um, I thought it was pretty funny a little bit. Um, I just wanted to share with you. Someone posted it on um Twitter. So you have quarterbacks, you have top tier, elite, good, played an elite half. <laughs> These guys are two and no question mark. No, no longer has Chubb, the Kirk Cousins of the league. Rookies, the Carson Wentz of the league, who the Jets should call. 0-2 in lighthouse games and missing Jets. <laughs> yeah, I just, so messed up. I'm just looking at this list right now. The Carson Wentz. But the the who the Jets should call. I don't know. I'm gonna zoom in if y'all can see <laughs> Kyler Murray. Why he so small? Ah, that's funny. Because you know he has you know he's little and you yeah. know how they like used to always too, make dude. fun of him because he had that big ass helmet with his small head. So you know he looked like a bobblehead. So yeah. people make fun of him and put him tiny. You know, not for nothing. Look at this list. Um why don't they go after Jacoby Brissett? Oh, for the who the Jets should call? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I mean they have they have Kirk Cousins on there. <laughs> yeah, the Kirk Cousins. They, they got Brett Favre. That's so dirty. That's so dirty. <laughs> Tim Tebow, big bit. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. And Brett Favre. Colin- Yep. 
Jameis Winston. Yeah. Let's look at the Carson Wentz ability. You got Carson. That's that so messed up. To have <laughs> Russell Wilson on there and he actually won a Super Bowl as a starter, that's messed up. So, I, okay, so let me ask this question. Do you think Russell Wilson has fallen from grace? I mean, yes. I was looking at the way they lost that game. I mean, they were up 21-whatever, and uh, the commentators were like, the Broncos are doing everything right. And in the second half, they were like, the Broncos are doing everything wrong. You know? <laughs> now I was like, what? <laughs> they're doing everything right to win in the first half. Second half, they're doing everything wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was it was 21-3 to against Washington until halftime. And then Washington came back. What what about what about the defense? Are we ever gonna talk about the defense? There is two sides, there's three sides mm-hmm. of football. Special teams, offense, and defense. Yeah, had they yeah. have a good defense, man. I mean, sometimes getting 21 points on somebody is a good enough lead to to hold that's a lot. That's a lot for us when the Broncos too. Like yeah. that's the most scored on that team, too. So that's crazy. He probably gave his all for just those 21 points. Um, not throwing shade. The Kirk Cousins, the Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousin, Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy G, and Jordan Love. Um, speaking of Jordan Love, um, Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, you know that's his best friend. Um, that he did text Jordan Love and said, "I love everything you're doing." In, um, um, in Green Bay, like the Packers organization is yours. Like, hold on to that organization. So, he's showing good love. You see, this is a whole one eighty Aaron Rodgers. You know. He's happy. He's not where he, you know, he felt unwanted by Green Bay by when they drafted Love. And from down there, it went downhill. And then instead of going out and getting a wide receiver, you did. And I mean, you know, we've covered it already. At nauseum. No Um, longer has a chub. That's funny. No longer has a chub. Um, So this one was funny because he lost Nick Chubb and the allegations he had a couple of years ago. Um. Then these guys are zero and two question mark Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Derek Carr. Oh, two and zero. Yeah, I meant yeah, two and zero. Oh, and um, and uh, Desmond Ritter. You know, two and zero teams. Um, while you both, while you you know, while you BSing, you got the Dolphins, mm-hmm. Baltimore. You have. Cowboys, Eagles, and Washington, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa. And now you got the 49ers 3 0. Out of all those teams, who's for real and who's fake? I think they're all for real. Um, mm-hmm. Even Atlanta? Yeah, they've been playing really good. But look who they've been playing. No, no, I'm saying uh, I'm not saying that they're not playing really good or hard. I'm just saying more so like Frank, are you talking about like like who's for real, like as far as taking them to the playoffs and Super Bowl or who's Yeah, real, like, like who's who's for real? Who's you know, it's uh, early oh, in the okay. season. I thought you meant like who's for real, like who did like No no no. Who expected them to make those wins, you know? No. I'm saying like you have right now you have one, four, seven. Eight, nine teams undefeated. Um, 
the 49ers for sure. The Eagles, mm -hmm. um, Miami, if Tua can stay healthy, and maybe even Baltimore. Those are the for real, for real, like playoff teams. Um, you can also say that that's well, the NFC South is is gonna be super duper competitive. And I remember us saying, like, that's anybody's league, you know, mm -hmm. or that's anybody's division because that team doesn't have all the elite players that any of the other divisions have. But now you have three teams on that division that are undefeated. So I don't think it's a it's anybody's division anymore. That's a super competitive this division because any one of those three could win the division with the way that they're playing and can make it to the playoffs. Yeah. But out of those three, I would say out of out of New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta, I would put see it's hard. It's a toss-up between Atlanta and New Orleans. Um, or it's a toss-up between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Um, but I'm gonna have to go Tampa. I could say I could see Tampa winning that division again. Um, but that's gonna be a super competitive division. And I think that we need to pay a little bit more close attention to that division because of what they're doing in the NFL that nobody expected. With the quarterbacks that people thought were washed up and wouldn't bring anything to the table, i.e. Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield. So I, I think uh so I, definitely 49ers, I think, are real. Uh, Eagles and the NFC is easy. You can narrow it down to like two teams. Um, but in the a AFC side, right? I, you know, um, here's where I'm. So no, I do think between the three in the South, I think you would. I would probably. Ooh, I hate doing this, but I would probably go Saints one, Tampa two, Atlanta three. Only reason is Saints do have a good defense, but they don't have mm -hmm. Alvin Kamara. Once he comes back, it's another weapon. They're yeah, that is doing, true. I yeah, forgot about Alvin. They're, yeah, they're um, doing damage without him. Right now, they have Atlanta one, Saints two, Tampa three. Yeah, that's what I'm. And it's at. because it's be in Atlanta and New Orleans both have a divisional win. Yeah. So, um, but Atlanta has uh, is two and zero in the conference, and New Orleans is only one and zero in the conference. Mm -hmm. So, but Tampa Bay is also two and zero in the conference, but they don't have a divisional win. That's why they're number three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to me, that the, either one can go wrong, but definitely 49ers, I, I would say Eagles, and then maybe Saints are top three in the A in the NFC. Now, AFC, um, the only one that's undefeated, the two is Baltimore and the Dolphins. And I'm going to tell you why I'm hesitant on the Dolphins, because the Dolphins is only going to be as good as two is going to be. Mm -hmm. So, two gets hurt, that, that team is done. I mean, but, they have Mike White, and Mike White now has to win games, too, so... Yeah, but I got to see it. I I, yeah. I will go Ravens one, maybe Dolphins two out of the undefeated teams. I got to look at the schedule and see when they when they play some real people. But all righty. Yeah. So I saw this. Thought we could talk about it. So this is the even though I bashed him, I still love him. Only I could bash him. You know, um, Najee Harris and Marshawn Lynch comparison. The first thirty six games of their career. So carries Najee 50, uh, 597, Marshawn Lynch 620, receptions 119 Najee, uh, Marshawn Lynch 87, yards per carry, 3.8 for Najee, horrible. 3.9 for Marshawn Lynch, horrible. Uh, total yards 2,991 for Najee, 3,063 for Marshawn Lynch, and total touchdowns Najee has a total of 20 and Marshawn Lynch has a total of 17. 
I just need our offense to get together so Najee could thrive. Look, I got I picked him up on fantasy again from other leagues, Najee, and uh, I won by like two points in this last week. I, I need I, I need you to do better, bro. Do better. I hate to drop you, Jerome Brown. All right, Jerome, so Jerome Ford is hot. We got a couple of um slides like this. So we have the top ten edgers, top ten edge rushers in the NFL going into week three. Do we agree with this list? At number 10, you have Bradley Chubb. Nine, Matthew Judon. Eight, Alex Highsmith. Seven, Brian Burns. Six, Josh Allen. Five, Max Crosby. Four, Miles Garrett. Three, Nick Bosa. Two, Michael Parsons. And number one, TJ Watt. Do you agree? Or would you take someone off or add anybody, June? Um, yes. Um. My boy ain't in there. Who? Oh. Hassan Reddick. Mm. Um, I mean, this is going into NFL Week Three. I mean, this is what what they've done. So, I mean, I guess yeah. um, I'll leave it like that. Brandon Grant's not in there. Um, I don't know. You know what? I mean, I think this this is cool. I I think I I, I like to compare the list in like around Week Six or so. Okay. So these are the top 10 edge rushers going into week three, Frank. Um, do you agree? Uh, small sample size. I can't say. Bosa's still healing back from an injury. Uh, he got his first sack on the season yesterday against uh, Daniel Jones. Um, TJ Watt's always going to be TJ Watt. Michael Parsons is they, they're comparing him to Lawrence Taylor and saying that he's like Troy Palomalo. They kind of treat him the same way. Uh, freelance a lot and and get the get the job done. Um, Max Crosby, we know he's a beast. Miles Garrett, uh, so I don't know. I I, I agree with June. Um, let's see how it let's looks. Compare it by week ten, like yeah. We but I mean, the 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 problem is that all these ten guys are impacts to the game. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I I can't to even if I wait, I could wait till week seventeen, and I'm gonna be like, oh, let's go off the stats. But the truth is, all of them. Healthy and wreaking havoc are going to be just as important um, That's to their team, right? Like mm -hmm. TJ Watt, we know when he was out, the Steelers wasn't winning. We lost, yep, we lost um, six games out of the yeah. that he was out. Exactly. So that so if I based it off that, right, wins and losses, mm -hmm. then I'm going to say, shit, uh, TJ Watt's definitely number one because he's mm -hmm. a defensive player that's proven that him not in the lineup, y'all losing, Okay. But then that takes away from Michael Parsons and his 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 impact to the game, Nick Bosa his impact to the game. You know, like mm -hmm. all of them. Bradley Chubb just got a, a a fumble off of our guy on Sunday when they played. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Judon is a problem. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. he's Highsmith is another problem. Uh, Brian Burns, Brian I don't know Burns. much about him to be yes, honest. Yes, he, he's great. He he has a huge impact when it comes to that Panthers defense. He's also a product of Florida State, so I watched him in Florida State. Okay, too, so, so yeah, so you you yeah. got a little insight. You know, the rest of these guys, Josh Allen, I know about Max Crosby. You know, so it's one of those things where where yeah, we can wait six weeks, you know, into week six, week seven, week eight, but these guys are always going to make the top ten list. It just matters who you like more. I, I think, 
you know. Yep. Um, All right. Next top 10, we have top 10 interior D-line going into week three. At number 10, we have uh, Javon Hargrave. Then we have Grady uh, Jarrett, then Jeffrey Simmons, then Derek Brown, then Jonathan Allen, then DeForest Buckner, then Quinnen Williams, then Dexter Lawrence, and Aaron Donald, then Chris Jones. Do we agree? No, I don't. I will put, I put, I will put Quinnen in the top three and put Aaron Jones number one. Aaron Donald? Yeah, I said Aaron Jones. Yeah, you combine Aaron, you, you get Aaron, Aaron Jones. So I would Aaron move Donald. yes. I Aaron Donald should be number one in my opinion. Um Chris Jones, why why are you giving that much high praise? Why? Because he came back and his team won. If anybody thought that the, the, the Chiefs were gonna lose two games in a row, forget about it. What was more impactful? Chris Jones being the game or having Travis Kelsey back? I think Travis, Travis Kelsey back. You know what I'm saying? Again, Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl single-handedly uh, changed that game mm -hmm. to win a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, we 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 was, like, he by himself impacted so much that they won a Super Bowl because of it. You know, so Quentin Williams is a problem. I, I watched him on Hard, uh, hard Knocks, and I watched him play the game. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate that he's in the Jets, but... I would definitely move him top three, like you said, and I'm putting Aaron Donald number one. Chris Jones, what? No, number one? <laughs> Get out of here. No. Okay. June, would you change anything about this list? Yeah. No, I'm 100% take Chris Jones out of there. Um, he didn't play week one, and though he came back in week two, he still wasn't there week one. And <laughs> because he's there and he, wasn't, he didn't play the first game, I don't like this list. Okay. Next list. Top 10 best safety. So at number 10, you have uh, Jordan Whitehead. Then you have Tyron Matthew. Then Antoine Winfield. Then Javon Holland. Then Tala Hifunga. And then um, uh, Tala Noah Hifunga. He goes by Tala. His actual, actually, his first name is like 25 letters long. Um, then you have Justin Simmons. Then you have Kevin Byard. Then Jesse Bates. Then Derwin James. Then Mika. Do we agree with this list? Again, is another list that I don't agree with the the standings. But... I think I think Talanoa Hufunga should be in the top three. Uh, Jesse Bates has also proven himself on that Atlanta Falcons defense. I think that pickup in free agency was worth it. So I will put at least Tala Talanoa number four. Hufunga definitely up in the top five for me. I would bring Jordan mm -hmm. Whitehead. He got three picks in one game against. Josh, uh -huh. bring bring him up as well. Yeah, I would bring him up. Um, Minka being number one, I don't really care. It's, it's fine. I'm I'm with it. Duran James, uh, I don't know. Uh, the oh. the Chargers defense been they've been struggling. So to have you in the top two, you're the but highest watching, paid. Watching both of their games, it's like he's the only one doing something. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, yo, like that defense, like. Derwin James can't do everything by himself. Asante Samuels was a big impact as well in week one against the Dolphins. But where was Asante Samuels week two? You had Derwin James by himself trying to pick up um, Derrick Henry to tackle him by himself while the other defensive linemen, who's supposed to be the first ones to try to stop him, are standing there watching someone in the backfield run up to tackle him. Mm, okay. I mean, yeah, like I said, Minka's a fine number one. I would definitely bring up Whitehead and Ufanga up. Um, 
You just hear their name more. In my opinion, you hear their name more. You that's what you hear. Um, watching yeah. a lot of this uh the different news or or sports shows in the morning. I haven't heard the honey badger's name in a minute, to be honest. Yeah. Facts. June, would you add anybody to this list? I mean, it's crazy because I mean they didn't even put in here um uh what's his name? CJ Gardner, <clears throat> you know. Um and yeah, he's hurt. I get it. But he played last week. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I have to wait till week six. You know, I think that's a fair assessment then. Um who's the best safeties. All right, and top ten off ball linebackers. <clears throat> so we have Devin Devin White. Patrick Queen, Quay Walker, Shaq Leonard, Bobby Wagner, Levante David, Matt Milano, Demario Davis, Fred Warner, and Raekwon Smith. Do we agree? I say yeah. Yeah. Uh, Milano probably might be. Actually, you can't even do that, bro. Like, these, this list right here is dope. Um, yeah. Roquan Smith is a problem. A Fred problem. Warner is a big problem. Demario Davis. Well, Davis, yeah. He's Matt Milano was all over the field when the Bills played last time. Levante David and Devin White, you know what they are. Bobby Wagner, his old age, he's still getting it. Shaq mm-hmm. Leonard knew who he is. Uh, Walker and Patrick Queen, another guy in, in in Baltimore that's killing the game. Yeah, this this right here is fine. You you can it doesn't matter which way you put them. The list is right, you know. Mm-hmm. And last one, so we have top ten cornerbacks. Um, <laughs> I knew he was going to make that face when he see that one. All right, so the, at number 10, we have Stephon Gilmore, then Charvarius Ward, then Tyson Campbell, then Darius Slay, then AJ Terrell, then J.R. Alexander, Sauce Gardner, Marshawn Lattimore, Trayvon Diggs, Patrick Certain. So only thing I would change with now with the injury, of course, this came out yesterday morning, but Going into week three, I would take Trayvon Diggs off this list. Yeah, yeah, because he ain't playing no more. I, I don't All right, know. June, June, you made a face. Let's let's let June go first. You made a face like you saw a ghost. What happened? I know Darius Slay dropping down one, uh, one number after week two. Um, going into week two from number six to number seven. Uh, honestly, it should be higher than that. Uh, it should be maybe number one. Patrick Sertain, hey, you're good, buddy. But dude, that defense just gave up, you know, over 21 points uh, and made and made Russell Wilson, let's ride, uh, look a little bad. Um, so, bam, he's gone. Trayvon Diggs, my dude, you're good. But, um, shit, you know, Slay got as many interceptions as you has, except Slay ran his back for a pick six. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore. You know he's he's a rough he's he's a rough corner man. I, I like the way he plays. He, um, I'm always gonna know uh, Lattimore for that beef that he has with Evans. To be honest with you, um, I think that's a, a solid beef. Sauce Gardner, I think he's young in the game. Um, he's but good, but he's good. But he's good. No, no, he's good. I'm not knocking any of these of these folks up here. But I mean, maybe I'm biased. But I, I think that Darius Slay is probably the best one up here. There's no way Trayvon Diggs is better than Slay. Get the fuck out of here. Not you, but whoever made this right. list. 
Ooh. Nah, um, honestly, I, I don't I don't have a bias in this. Um, wasn't Jair Alexander the one that locked down Justin Jefferson last year? Uh I think it was no, Slay. I think yeah, it was Slay. Uh, no, no, it wasn't no, no, Slay. No, 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 no. It was it was, was Jared Alexander. It was Jared Alexander, and he, he also locked down Tyreek Hill in the game against the Dolphins, and then he did that iconic uh, interview where he was talking about yeah, and I think I think we can cuss Tua, but I'm not sure. We gotta wait to see what the doctors say. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He yeah, he's he he locked he was criticized for getting burnt one game, but then he came back and he, he shut down Justin Jefferson. Um Sauce is young. I, I again I don't care. You know, June is biased, Darius Slay. Um, you know, if I, there was a Patriot up here, I'd probably say I want him higher too. Um Stefan Gilmore. Super Bowl champ. We know what he is. He was going to Bills. He was going to Patriots. He's going to Colts. He's going to be good on Dallas. Yeah, I don't have a problem with this list. I mean, we, for, you know, because June's my man. We, we could move Slay up. Uh, let's Thank say you. top mm. five. Top five. Yes. Let's say top five. Um, And, and that's because we could move Trayvon Diggs out and move him up. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Next. Nah, next, nah. Next. I, I was, I would say, move him up. Darius Slay has proven himself to be a, a a good key component to that defense. Um, like I said, I I don't think you could. What are we doing? Number one and number two. About are we doing it based off picks? Are we doing it based off tackles for loss, fumble recoveries, forced fumbles? What are we doing? Pass defended, pass defended. You know, what are we claiming this list on? And and if it's based on who we think is going to matter more to a team. That's different. But if, if we're talking about stats, then I need to see the stats. Individually. I agree. Last picture. Um, we already talked about it, but um, TJ Watt did break the franchise sack record. Um, he did in 85 games, and um, James Harrison did in 177 games. Um. So big shout out to TJ Watt. That's good. That's 87 games less. Mm -hmm. Actually, 97 games less. That's crazy. Does it make you really think, though, like how, how, how much difficult the game was back then? Because, I mean, Harrison was a beast. So it just makes uh -huh. you think, damn, man, was it that tough back then? Um, no, I don't know. It's it's not. I don't think it's tough. I, I think it's harder now because you really can't hit quarterbacks like that, you know? Um, but, but the teams that were faced back then were more complete in the AFC. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Ravens had a good defense. Uh, you know, people had good offensive lines. He wasn't getting across. It's not to knock. Look, TJ's a monster. The Watt family produces monsters. Um, but James Harrison was a beast, man. I'm sorry. He was a beast. Hey, he did it in 177 games, but he still did it. Right. You know I mean? He's still he's still a Super Bowl champ. Uh he'll he'll probably go to the Hall of Fame. So yeah. Why why gonna need that ring though? Mm -hmm. He's gonna yeah. need that ring. Yeah. So now we're moving on to uh week three predictions. Are you guys ready to rumble? So we already got um, our Thursday night game, so everyone's tied with one point with that 49ers win against the Giants. All righty. What I wanted to say about that game was, um, you know, people saying that the wide receiver should have helped out Jones. Um, 
and, and people talking about Darren Wall on that slant. So I was watching uh, um, Club Shay Shay with uh, with uh, Chad Ochocinco after the game, and I was watching a podcast, and th- those are two wide receivers, and they were talking about how it wasn't Waller's fault that the pass wasn't caught. Danny Dimes threw it behind him in the out shoulder. He had to, he's at full speed, had to open his hips to turn back around and catch the ball. It wasn't going to happen. But then you hear Bart, Bart Scott or Bart Starr, whatever his name is, Scott, whatever the dude's name is. Um, Bart the, Scott? Yeah, Bart Scott. The, the receiver's got to help him out. That ball went by Waller drop. He should have caught that. You were, you were a lineman. You were a linebacker, bro. Linebacker, hmm. defensive line. What you know about that? No. I said it last night. You can't expect the receiver to catch the ball when you're throwing it high and behind him. If you want a tight end in the slack, and any receiver in the slot coming across the slant, you got to put that ball out in front of them into their pocket and they catch it, not behind them. So they can catch the ball and either make the stride or when they get it, drop down and protect themselves. It, no, that them passes yesterday, they dropped some, but Danny Dimes was not being Danny Dimes. He was like Danny Pennies, and I don't agree with Bart Scott. You know what I'm saying? The, the, yes, it was a close game. But, again, the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan are not going to give you a game. They're not going to throw the game away just because they can do it. You know, mm-hmm. Debo, we saw Debo. They converted a couple of third and 15s with screenplays. Let that sink in with screenplays. That means the motherfucker had to take the ball 15, 16 yards. They got, I think, Debo was on a 15-yard needed, got 30 yards. McCaffrey, the same thing. They were getting Kettle across the middle of the top, getting it with the – look. They're, they're playing the game smart. They got a strong defense. I like what I saw. I think last night it just solidified the 49ers even more as a contender than, than anything. Yeah. Pretty, bro, he threw for 310 yards and two touchdowns. Their their offense is way, way more identified than the Eagles' offense. He did not have better stats than Hurts. They don't have to have better stats than her. They what won. You mean, bro? We, we, we just compare. You comparing Purdy to Hurts, the Eagles? I said the team. Yes. You said Purdy. Yeah, Purdy. He's the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, but he's three and zero, and and nobody's nobody's questioning their identity or whether they should be three and zero. They look. They're not even talking about the Eagles as going to the Super Bowl, bro. They they say bro. Cowboys and 49ers. Eagles are not even mentioned. They say Eagles need to find their identity first. You know what's crazy? That you're praising the team that beat the New York Giants. You, just, you know how bad you just talked about Donnie Dimes? Donnie Dimes? You just talked so bad about him. And, and they, just, they almost lost to the Rams. Yeah, almost. They, almost. They, almost they got to win. Rams. And if Cooper, if, if Cooper Cup was there, they would have lost. Hands down. We don't know that. He wasn't there. Nacal was doing his thing. No, that rookie's doing his thing. Here's what I'm saying. You you can say what you want to say. I just gave you valid reasons. Okay, here. can we Ooh. get to week three? And, I, and I'm going to give you valid reasons. Three and oh. All right. Let's it's just what it is. Three. Let's get to week three. Right. Okay, you guys are ready. So um, we have Tennessee at Cleveland. Frank. Tennessee at Cleveland. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm I'm going Cleveland. I'm going Titans. June. I'm going Cleveland. Should have won last week. That that damn is cold. Hush your mouth because 
Um, Deshaun Watson shoved a ref, which is an automatic ejection. Yeah. I didn't see that. I heard about Everybody that, Everybody saw it. They, they I didn't see it, it but like I heard about times. it. Yeah. They replayed it like 15 times. He cost them the game, too, bro. He had two face mask penalties. Like, bro, the what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Um, then we have Atlanta at the Lions. Frank. Lions. June. CJ Garner ain't there. Atlanta's 2-0. and And Bree said they're serious. Um... Oh, me saying they're serious is <laughs> June. Every said they're serious. All um, right, I'm going, I'm going with Detroit. You're going Lions? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Atlanta could upset. Me too. Jesse Bates. But Jesse, I feel like Jesse Bates is yeah. Armand St. Brown. So. Damn, I don't know. You just made me think about it again. All right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm sticking with Detroit. Okay, I'm going to go Atlanta. Wow. Wow. Um, next we have New Orleans at Green Bay. Derek Carver. Saints. Oh, you're going Saints? I'm going Saints. June. This is week three for them or week four? Week three. Week three. I forgot. You just said Purdy's three and oh against the Giants. But yeah, no, I'm he's with, not uh, look at the Giants. He's staying uh, on the season. On the season. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I'm going to that. And Camara, this is the last game before Camara comes back. So how much more dangerous do you think they'll be? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Green Bay. I want Atlanta to stay in that number one spot in that division. Um, next we have Denver at Miami. Frank. Miami. You think that you think that um that defensive player is going to cause um. To a concussion. He better not. Ooh, I, I I spell Miami M A I A M. <laughs> Miami, Miami. All right, let's June. Not, June. Was that Miami or um, Broncos? Gosh, come on, you asked me uh, that question. Um. Huh, I'm going Miami. Uh, Waddle's out, bro. Right? Yeah, Waddle mm-hmm. is out. Yeah. <laughs> but how we get it. I'm going to go Miami as well. Next, we have Chargers at Minnesota. I went Chargers. I don't think they'll go 3 0 oh, 3. But will the Vikings also go 0 oh, 3? That's a good one. Going Chargers. Jim? Yeah, Chargers, too. Next, we have New England at New York Jets. Frank, I'm going. I'm going past. <laughs> if they lose this time, then fuck it. Hey man, tank the whole season. But this goddamn going, man, you I'm gotta going win. Patriots. I'm going Patriots <laughs> as well. June. Me too. I'm going past. That would be funny as hell if they lose. Bro, they lose. I'm. I'm not wearing nothing Patriots the rest of the year. Next, we have. Uh, well, you gotta put together your room. This will stay up until they win again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have um, Buffalo at Washington. Bills. June. I want Bills as well. 
pedos. Next, we have Houston at Jacksonville. Frank. Houston at Jacksonville. I'm going Jags, bro. I'm going Jags. Same. June. Oh, yeah. Okay. You going to that game, June? I'm really thinking about it, to be honest with you. The tickets are really cheap. Like, <laughs> really cheap. What's really Next, cheap? Have... <laughs> like, the seat there where I want to sit on the field, they're $400. And if you compare those against any other team, they're like thirteen or eleven hundred dollars. The same exact seats. Next, we have Colts at Ravens. Frank. Ravens. June. Ravens. Against Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Don't play for the Eagles no more. Let's get that out of Next, there. Next, we have Panthers at Seattle. Frank. You said Panthers at Seattle? Mm hmm. Who wants Seattle? And, and Andy Dalton or. Mm, that changes everything right there. Andy Dalton oh. with, with Andy Dalton with Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst, and um, Miles Sanders versus Geno Smith with DK. Seattle. I'm going to Seattle. June. I'm going Carolina. Me too. Okay, next we have Chicago at Kansas City, Frank. Chiefs. <laughs> June. Who are they playing? Kansas City at who? Chicago, Chicago at Kansas City. The Bears. Yeah, uh, Kansas City. <laughs> The fact that you even took that long is is crazy to me. Like I have to, I have to just process. I next mean, we have Dallas. Was very serious in his interview, so I think next we have it. Dallas at Arizona. I'm gonna stick with Dallas. I can't just get off them. Um, because I really don't know what Arizona's about. You know what I mean? You let the Giants come back and beat you. So, June. It's tough. Tough. I don't want to pick any of them, to be honest with you, because I don't like getting <laughs> it. <laughs> Bro, I'm, going with, I'm going with, with I'm going with Dallas. Are y'all gonna fucking win? I'm going hmm? to win. Yeah. James okay. Wow, <laughs> you okay. You went Cowboys, Jim? Yeah, unfortunately. You drinking? He been drinking. Do not ever drink on a podcast. That's why I was like, you're drinking? Blue label? Oh, it's a gold. Oh. Hey, you. Um, next, we have Pittsburgh at Raiders. Steelers at Raiders. I'm going Raiders. I think the, no, no. I'm going Pittsburgh. I think the Steelers would, would get it together this game. Um, you know, Devontae Adams is out, so and Jacoby Myers even playing. Uh, nah, I think Steelers got enough enough to they got something to prove, and I think they'll they'll be fine. Jim, 
they're playing uh, Vegas. Uh huh. I want to go to that game so bad. Go. I want to. I will go. That's in two days. Yeah. I mean, how oh. far is the drive? Six hours? No, three. Oh. Three hours? Yeah. I do that shit with my eyes closed. It's a three-hour drive. Oh, my God. Let me look. Oh, well, there's traffic right now. So it's uh, three hours and 36 minutes. Yeah, still. That's like driving to Maryland. I would do it. Um. Yeah, I will have to buy a ticket and figure out what I'm going to do with my dog. Yeah, that's crazy. I should have planned it better. Three grown. hours? I would go. Three hours. Yeah, like when there's no traffic, it's three hours and two minutes away. Vegas, from my house. Look at that shit, bro. Three hours. I'm an hour and a half from I'm an hour and a half from LA, three hours from San Diego, three hours from San Fran, and three hours from Vegas, and five hours from Phoenix. I think I'm in a, a perfect location, you know? I mean, still three hours. Three hours, three hours. All right, what's the next game? Uh June didn't pick what he his thing. I said the um the Raiders. And then Garoppolo. Yeah, I think Garoppolo's going to throw about, about four or 500 yards. Break a record. Are you being serious right now? Before no. I'm, about, I'm, about, I'm about to write Raiders. I got a question for him. We're set. When we're done asking these picks, I got a question for him. I was Who are you picking, June? <laughs> Go Raiders, man. Okay, I'm writing Raiders. You can't change it. And don't say JK. I just wrote it. Okay. Okay. Next, we have Monday night Philadelphia at Tampa. Frank. Uh, I'm going Philly. I'm going Philly. Jim. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't get off that wagon yet. I got to see more. Even though I think they're suspect, but you know, I don't think they're that suspect to lose to Tampa Bay. Jim, I think it, I'm going with. Uh, Hurts, you know, hurts in my squad. All right. Go. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay, T A M P A. I think that Baker Mayfield's gonna go for 400, 500 yards. I think this game, you got the weapons to do hey, 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 can you shut her off? <laughs> can you put that shit? What? She said Baker's gonna oh. go for four or 500 yards. I, you, I you just said. You just said Jimmy hey, G was going to do You just said that Jimmy G was going to do it against her team. And so I why think, can't Baker Mayfield do it against And Baker team? has a way better chance of hitting 500 yards in a game than Jimmy Baker G. has bad, way better offense than the Raiders right now. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I'm going to go Tampa Baker Buccaneers. So I'm Are actually going Eagles. I'm going Eagles. I was just saying that to, like, really get you riled up and cry and throw a little tantrum. Um, and the last game we have is the uh, okay. LA Rams at Cincinnati. I'm going Rams. I think the Rams can upset the Bengals. Yeah. Sorry, Blanco, if you listen to this. I'm going Rams. They are putting they are well put together. They almost beat the um 49ers last week. They demolished uh Seattle the week one 
and um, they have a great weapon with Nick Howell as their rookie wide receiver. Aaron Donald right there for defense. Just don't let him touch Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's in there. If they're smart, they won't play Joe Burrow. Um, but I'm going the Rams. Their defense looks a little bit better put together than it was last season. Matthew Stafford seems to have a groove going on. Higby and Nick Howell are holding it down for that for that defense. I meant for that offense. And their new running back because they gave um, Cam Akers, they traded Cam Akers to the Vikings. Um, their running back is a lot more consistent than Cam Akers. I will always love him. He's my FSU baby. But consistency is the key. I'm going Rams with the upset. I'm going Rams because I don't want them to play Burrow. Um, I think playing Burrow would be a mistake. I don't think Burrow needs to play this game. Um, yes, they'll probably fold on three, but it's okay. Um, I'd rather protect my franchise quarterback than lose him. So, June? Is Cooper Cup back? No. no. We're going to Cincinnati, four or 500 yards. Chase has about 180. Higgins has about 250. Bro, what uh, the fuck? Is everybody going for 500 yards? <laughs> to June, everybody. June, June so, says, June, June said the Browns are going 500 yards. June said um, the Panthers are going 500 yards. June said uh, the Raiders are going 500 listen, yards. Listen, listen. So we done with the picks, Bree? We done with the picks? Yeah, we're done all, with the picks. All right. All right. I got I got something for you, right? One quarterback has is 40 of 56, a 71.4% completion rate has thrown for only 363 yards two touchdowns and one interception okay the other quarterback is 61 of 91 with 67 percent completion has thrown for 736 yards and has four touchdowns to zero interception who are you picking wait say it one more time all the stats or what you want to know um the second one Okay, quarterback B, 61 of 91, 67 completion percentage, 736 yards, four touchdowns and zero interceptions. And then what was the first one's numbers again? 40 of 56, 71.4. My, my phone, I don't have my phone. It is right here. No, it I'm not asking. Good. I want to know who y'all going to pick. No, because so, I'm going to try to guess it. Oh, 40 of 56. 71.4, 363 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. 40 to 56. How many yards? Three, 363. 363. How many picks? One. What week? We're just going right now for the NFL, this NFL season. So this is this current season? Mm -hmm. Just this current season. Which week did he throw a pick? I'm not going to say all that. Because <laughs> it's not. It's what I want to know is who would I you I want to guess with? it first. All right, I'm gonna definitely going to go. I'm going to go with B. I'm going to go with quarterback B. But let me okay. guess. Okay. Because I'm trying to I'm think going. of. Because I study everyone's fantasies. Like their teams on their fantasies. So I study what each person's like yeah. players are getting them. I know how I'm going. How many? You said four, four touchdowns. How many interceptions? Zero. That could be two people. And I don't, no, 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 no. How many? How many total? How many total yards again? 
That's crazy. And total yards per game. Averaging. So you guys are averaging 340 yards per game. So if you divide that by two. Passing. Yeah. Ru- rushing, bro. Okay. So rushing. Y'all sitting at 325 yards for on the season. 162 per game. The Patriots got 506 rushing yards. Like, Bruh. come on, June. Let's be honest. The team don't look the same. Now, that's not to say that in week 16 or even week eight, the Eagles are not back on top and stroking like they were last year. But you're in, and we're not even talking about the defense, bro. Yeah, last year your defense was the like the heart of it. Was the defense had 70 sacks total. This year, the 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 the, the Philadelphia Eagles, where they're at, because I can't even see them. So Dallas, I'm trying to see, man. No, the Eagles are allowing and points is 48 points per game. But I don't know why they're so far down. What is this stat on? Oh, yeah, yards per game. They're allowing currently 378 yards per game. In the rushing game, as a defense, they're not even top 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Where's the Eagles at? Okay, my eyes are playing games on Eagles. I can't see them. And I, I, they can't be that low. Oh, my God. They are 31st in Russian defense. That's what I want. June. All right, whatever. All right, Bree, go ahead and close it out, man. Hold on, hold on, Bree. Bree, hold on. Bree. America. Hold on. No, man. Hey, hey. hey. Hold on, hold on, man. You got to say your piece. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. So we got the 49ers, right? They scored 60 points in two weeks, right? Uh, matter of fact, yeah, in week one, what? They they, they beat the, the Steelers, what, 37, right? Week two. Oh, oh, oh. We, we you're, too we too. you're too loud. You're too loud. I'm playing enough. Right. Week two, they beat the Rams barely, you know, by a touchdown, 30-23. Mm-hmm. Right. Um then we got the Eagles and we got the Vikings, you know. The Eagles scored what one point less in two weeks than the 49ers did. And the 49ers beat the damn Giants. Right. So now they're going to the Super Bowl. That's the news on the street. Rumorville. They're going no. to the Super Bowl. They beat the Giants, guys. It uh, ain't just that, bro. I'm not saying you guys beat that. the, but you but guys beat the Patriots by five points. By pa- five points, bro. Exactly the oh. Patriots. You should have beat them by more. I and thought the then, Patriots were pretty good, to be honest. Oh, June, stop. And then y'all beat the Vikings by six, six points. Actually, uh, we did beat them by six. We're actually up by a whole lot more. But uh, <laughs> we get, we had it was scripted. But anyway, um, <laughs> we ha- we have to be serious. We have to be serious about this right now. And this is the God honest truth. It is too early in the season for me to say that these anyone is a Super Bowl contender at all. Because if I frankly believe if the damn Giants had a damn average receiver and Barkley in there, it would have been a whole different game. I think if the Giants could pass, if Danny Downs would have just threw the ball better. 
they would have been a different game, to be honest. If we're being honest, you know what I'm saying? A lot of his passes that he were thrown were not bad. It was just a, they were falling. I, like, the receivers were catching them and then letting it slip out their hands. Once you yeah, once yeah. Your fingertips touch the ball, you are a professional wide receiver. You grab it. Yeah, I, I think they had – I don't know how many drop balls they had, but, I mean, they were critical. Um, yeah. They no, make no. Dunny Dimes look like, like trash, like everybody was talking – I don't think he's a bad quarterback, to be honest with you. I don't either. I don't either. I think they forced um, the ball to Waller too much, in my opinion. I like Waller. I do. I picked him in fantasy. I drafted him. Well, yeah. he. I I would throw the ball to him, too, when all my other receivers let it hit their fingertips and drop the ball. Last I year, the Giants... I can't, if I, can't, I can't count on my receivers to freaking catch when they're running. Those are like 30-plus yard passes. And they grab it and let it slip right in in their hands, in between well, their hands. Look, last year, the Giants' issue was because they didn't have no receivers. They paid ten million to God knows who. He's not there anymore. But he didn't do it. Um, if they if they would have picked where their weaknesses or areas to improve nowadays, it's called the uh, damn man. Pick some damn receivers, dude. Spend some money on a receiver. Yeah, you got Waller there. But, but but shit, that's not even a, a factor. Slayton no. ain't it. Slayton ain't it. Um, and then you know, I'm I'm sorry, man. Uh, I have to see a little bit more with the 49ers. I'm not knocking the Niners. I told you the other day during the game that Purdy looks good, and I like the way that he looks for being who he was and where he was, uh, how he came on the team. I mean, that's amazing. Um, I think that Purdy's gonna get paid this year. Um, but this ain't the 49ers year. Sorry, Shanahan, it's another year, buddy. Another year, wait. I think Everything. it's too early. I think it's too early to make that decision. I will say this, though. Um, week six. Week six, we will make some real, real predictions. For me, for me right now, as it stands, going into week three, it's 49ers, Eagles, and then Cowboys. I've told you this, you know, um, and it's not that the Eagles can't be number one. And it's not like I'm hating. I just don't like what I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, like you said, week six, week eight, there's more chemistry. You've got four or five games under your belt. You know, you're good. That could change. And, you know, just like the 49ers could drop. So, I, you know, for right now, that's where I'm at. But, you know, again, it's the NFC. We, we it, And now we were talking about the AFC. It'd be a lot different. I'd be sitting here dissecting everything. But, um, No. I think you guys will be all right, June. I got to bust your balls a little bit, man. You know? I'm not even tripping, dude. I'm, I'm over here designing the damn I mean, Eagles coin with two uh, <laughs> trophies. Well, right, so. June, go ahead and close it out, bro. Go ahead. I'll go first. And, uh, you know, I this first one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it's Friday night. Um, It's Friday night. Uh, me and Frank ain't got no job tomorrow. Uh, neither does Bree. Oh, hold on, Bree, you going in the office tomorrow? Mm-hmm. All right, ain't none of us got a job tomorrow, so it, it was a long week, and, and on my end, it sure was. And I'll tell you, today was probably the best day that I felt uh, in the last two weeks. So I definitely needed this. Um, definitely a blessing to be here. Uh, sucks that Nikki ain't here, but. She's she's getting some of that that good mentorship and good leadership, which we'll talk offline about. Yeah. Um, stay blessed. Fly Eagles fly. 
that's to show Frank what we're made of. Yeah, show me, show me. I want to believe again. Gosh, I wish we played the Niners tomorrow. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I I know I know the Patriots don't, damn it. Listen, I don't care. We owe it too, bitch. Hey, hey, America, listen, thank you for tuning in. Bree's going to finish it up with everything else. I just love when June and I get to have this friendly banter and, and go back and forth. Um, Anyway, it, it was a stressful week for me, too. I was all over the place. Um, hey, It was your first week not having a job, man. How did it feel? <laughs> it feels great. Um, Actually, no, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know great. how it feels. Give, give me... Ask me that question. We record on October 7th or 6th or something like that. That'll be officially I'm done. No, no contract, no nothing. Ask me then. But no, look, um, always a pleasure. Uh, Bree, again, thanks for the topics. Uh, you know, week three. Let's get it. Go ahead, Bree. Okay. Always a pleasure doing this with you guys. Um, week three started on Thursday. Um, we're finishing out the week, uh, starting on Sunday. So I hope everyone has a great and safe weekend. Football comes on on Sunday. College football comes on on Saturday. Uh, thanks for listening to Frank presents the play call. Follow us on all our socials. Don't forget to listen to us on our socials as well. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Peace. Peace.